What's up, everyone from all around the world, including Canada, USA, Long Island, plus the five boroughs of Brooklyn, Bronx, Manhattan, Staten Island, and Queens. I'm here to guide and help you about Anchor. Anchor is a free hosting site and phone app, which is owned by Spotify. It's the easiest, awesome way to make a podcast. Why are you wasting your money paying for a hosting site to promote your podcast with limited storages? Forget about it. Let me break it down to you. There's creation tools that allow you to record, edit, monetize, add music, intros, music outros, especially distribute your podcast to streaming platforms, uploading episodes with limited storages of your podcast right from your phones, computers, laptops, and tablets. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. Plus, you get paid some money in your pocket from sponsorships. Excellent. These are the keys you need to make a podcast, including the listeners supporting your show. That way, you can listen to the episodes of my show, Off the Meat Rack Chain's New York Podcast, the unfiltered comedy entertainment show about the stories mixed with entertainment news, music, real life segments, and much more. Now. Where can you find, follow, and listen to the show, you ask? You can follow the podcast on Facebook and Instagram, all in one word, off the Meat Rat Chains New York podcast. Alongside with my other show, Meticulous Vibe Juice podcast, and my primary handle, G Money Stacks 555 in Queens, New York. Now, the streaming platforms goes like this. We are on Anchor. Audio Burst, Breaker, Podorama, Listen Notes, Spotify, Stitcher, Deezer, Podchaser, Pocket Cast, Podcast Addict, Player FM, TuneIn, Reason FM. We are on Podfriend, Podorama, Google Podcast, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, and YouTube. If you have a dream of creating and becoming a podcaster like myself and individual friends that is co-hosting with me, go download the free Anchor app or you can check out anchor.fm to get started. Take advantage of the opportunity that's thrown in your face. If I could do it and reach success, so can you. I'm G Money Stacks. Thank you for listening. Let's go.
Yes, 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 yes. Good evening, everyone in the USA, including Canada, of course, Long Island, all over the world, Long Island, plus the five boroughs of Brooklyn, Bronx, Staten Island, and Queens. I'm your man, G Money Stacks, aka Lonely Nomad, aka Greginator, aka YouTuber, aka Streamer, aka Ricky Podcaster of Queens, New York, and the host with the most. And you are now listening and rocking with the 74th episode of Off the Meat Rack Chains New York Podcast. That's right, episode 74. How do you like me now? We did it yesterday with episode 73. Now we're doing it with 74. And you have to wait till 75 comes out. Now, if you are a new listener and a new YouTuber watcher in the YouTube universe, welcome to the show. I'm glad you are here today. All you need to do is is grab the subscribe button by subscribing to G Money Stacks 555. Be sure to enable alerts along with the notification bells. Um, more video content when the show goes in the air via live stream. Upcoming episodes, previous episodes, plus be sure to share the videos along with um, tell a friend to another friend. And I will go over the um, stream platforms on the go at the end of the show. Make sure you leave a like and a comment along with the episodes with the topics that's going to be discussed. So here it is. So first and foremost, um, we got a little bit of sad news today, which I heard from this morning from the Breakfast Club and Good Day New York. It has to do with um, a, gen- a former general named Colin Powell. Basically, uh, he was a general and secretary of state. He passed away at age 84. So here's what happened here. So Colin Powell, a retired four-star general and White House National Security Advisor who served as the nation's first black secretary of state, died this morning as a result of complications from COVID-19, his family said. The 84-year-old was fully vaccinated against the virus, but had been treated over the past few years for multiple um myeloma, a type of blood cancer that can limit the body's ability to fight infection, according to his longtime abide. <clears throat> In his four decades of public life, power was the first black man to serve as national security advisor near the end of Ronald Reagan's presidency and chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff from 1989 to 1993. In the latter role, he oversaw the U.S. invasion of Panama and later the U.S. invasion in Kuwait to oust the Iraqi army in 1991. General Colin L. Powell, former U.S. Secretary of State and Chairman of the Joint Chief of Staff, passes away this morning due to complications from COVID-19. 
He was fully vaccinated, his family said in a statement on Facebook. We want to thank the medical staff at Walter Reed National Medical Center for their caring treatment. We have lost a remarkable and loving husband, father, grandfather, and a great American. Powell's family did not address whether he had any underlying illnesses, but his uh, his aide, Peggy um, Sifrino, confirmed he had been battling multiple malioma. <clears throat> and that's a that's a tough one. That's something I never heard in school actually. Um, malioma. I did learn about diseases, different types of cancers, and stuff like that, but not this one. So this is something you know we learn every day. You know what I'm saying? Um. Anyway, it wasn't immediately clear what complications he suffered, suffered, or how long power had been in the hospital prior to his death. He is survived by his wife of nearly 60 years, Alma Powell, and their three children. Wow. Powell was also the first black secretary of state during President George W. Bush, first term from 2001 to 2005. His reputation suffered a painful setback in 2003 when he delivered a speech to the United Nations Security Council to make the case that the U.S. should go to war against Iraq. He later admitted his speech was was rife with inaccuracies and false intelligence that claimed that there was evidence Iraq and Saddam Hussein were hiding weapons of mass destruction. Powell resigned in 2005 and later referred to his UN speech as a blot that would forever tarnish his record. In his 2012 memoir, It Worked For Me, Powell wrote, in quote, I am mad mostly at myself for not having smelled the problem. My instincts failed me. It was by no means my first, but it was one of my most mo momentous failures the one with the widest ranging impact he also added the event will learn no excuse me the event will earn a prominent paragraph in my obituary bush was among those to lead the tributes for power saying he was highly respected at home and abroad he was a great public servant starting with his time as a soldier during Vietnam, many presidents uh, relied on General Powell's counsel and experience. He was such a favorite of presidents that he earned the Presidential Medal of Freedom twice, Bush said in a statement. He was highly respected at home and abroad. And most important, Colin was a family man and a friend. Laura said, Laura and I sent Alma and their children their sincere condolences as they remembered the life of a great man. President Joe Biden held power as a patriot who broke down racial barriers and embodied the highest ideals of both warrior and diplomat. Having fought in wars, he understood better than anyone that military might alone was not enough to maintain uh, peace and prosperity from his front seat view 
of history, advising presidents and shaping our nation, nation's policies. Colin led with his personal commitment to the democratic values that make our country strong. Time and again, he put country before self, before party, before all else, in uniform and out. And it earned him the universal respect of the American people, Biden said in a statement. Above all, Colin was my friend, easy to share and a laugh with, a trusted confidant in good and hard times. He could drive his Corvette, um, um, what is it, Stingray, like nobody's business. Biden added, Colin Powell was a good man. He will be remembered as one of the great, our great Americans. In paying tribute to his friend, and mentor Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin said he felt as if I have a hole in my heart. The, the world lost one of the greatest leaders that we have ever witnessed. Alma lost a great husband and the family lost a tremendous father and I lost a tremendous personal friend and mentor Austin said. He has been my mentor for a number of years. He always made time for me, and I could always go to him with tough issues. He always had great um, counsel. We will certainly miss him. I feel as if I have a hole in my heart just learning of this. Secretary of State Anthony Blinken, in remarks from the State Department, said Powell, and never bothered with formalities or care for hierarchy. Secretary Powell trusted in career workforce here. He empowered them. He made sure that the desk officer who knew a particular country or issue most deeply was one was the one who got to brief him or the president, Blinken said. He wanted to hear from anyone. He walked around the building dropping into office Offices unannounced asking what people needed, making sure they knew he was counting on them. Born in Harlem, didn't know he was from Harlem, New York, um, to Jamaican-American parents. Powell was raised in the South Bronx and graduated from City College of New York before joining the U.S. Army. In his 35 years as a professional soldier, Powell served two combat tours in Vietnam and held many command and staff positions before retiring as a four-star general. As Reagan's national security advisor, Powell helped negotiate treaties and cooperation with Soviet President um, Mikhail Gorbachev at the end of the Cold War. In his role as chairman, of the Joint Chiefs, Powell oversaw the U.S. invasion of Panama and later the U.S. invasion of Kuwait to oust Saddam Hussein's army in 1991. Our strategy in going after his after this army is very simple. Powell said at the Pentagon briefing regarding the military strategy: first, we were going to cut it off, and then we're going to kill it. When he was selected by Bush to serve as Secretary of State, the president-elect lauded him to 
an American hero, an, Amer an American example, and a great American history. It's a great day when a son of the South Bronx succeeds to the office first held by Thomas Jefferson, Bush said in December 2000. Um, I would say of General Powell, what Harriet Tub Harriet Truman rather said of General George Marshall. He is a tower of strength and common sense. After resigning from the Bush administration in 2005, in the wake of his UN speech, Powell joined the venture capital firm Kleiner Perkins, where he worked as a um, strategic advisor and continued his ongoing work with Americans Promise Alliance. Despite working as a public servant under GOP administrations, Powell went on to publicly endorse Democratic presidential candidates in recent years. He, he supported Barack Obama in 2008 and endorsed Joe Biden in last year's presidential election, prompting a scathing response from President Donald Trump, former president, who slammed him as a real stiff. In a leaked email he allegedly sent to a Democratic donor in 2014, Powell said he didn't want to vote for Hillary because she was a greedy defender of the status quo, whose husband is still D. King Bimbo's at home. When asked about the authenticity of the email, Powell told the Post, geez, don't remember this one. Best to ignore, don't you think? Powell later said publicly he would vote for Clinton over Trump. Um, so, of course, SIP, <coughs> excuse me, of course, SIP to the general Colin Powell. All right. All right. So, all right, man, let's lighten this shit up, man, with something different. All right. Um, we're, hold on a second, guys. Okay, we are going to go to, let's go to Young Thug right here. Young Thugger. Of course, the rapper is, of course, giving back to his community. And this is basically what's going on here. Many rappers delve into real estate when they acquire wealth. However, Young Thug plans to take things one step further with Slime City, <laughs> which will which will be built on the 100 acres of land the rapper previously purchased in his hometown of Atlanta. The small town will reportedly include homes, a water park, a camping site, a dirt bike trail, and host thuggers annual music festival slime fest <laughs> yeah um atlanta realtor trey williams who brokered the land acquisition deal for the 30 year old spoke with tmz about the slime language rappers plan for slime city um yes there's more to this story when Young Thug wants something, he wants it now, said Williams. Everything is already in the works. Everything will be happening uh, as soon as possible. 
as soon as we get all the architects involved, engineers, it's a few things we got to put in place, permits and stuff like that. Once all that gets in place, then we'll start building up. Williams also spoke on Young Thug's dedication to his hometown and how Swan City will reflect that. He's got things that he wants to do with the community, explained the realtor. Since I've known him, he's been a giving person. He loves the community. I've never seen him turn down one person asking for a picture. So he's going to build some stuff for the kids there. According to WSB TV, Slime City will be located in the rural Atlanta area. Young Thug's new album, Punk, is due. <laughs> oh, shit. Dude, drop this fall. Watch the behind-the-scenes video for his upcoming music video for his latest single, TikTok. Um, that's another story I will get to um, in a couple minutes. Um, yeah, that's actually a good. That's actually a good thing that he's giving back to his community and stuff. So that's pretty. That's pretty deep, man. You know what I mean? We need more people like that, man. You know what I mean? And and that is an example of a person who cares about the people. Yes, and speaking of caring for the people, we got to talk about Black Thought. <laughs> we got to talk about Black Thought, though, from the roots. Um, Okay. So, so Black Thought has been in the um, entertainment news of source. Um, so, this is how the story goes. So, listen to this. Um, Black Thought is returning to Carnegie Hall's um, Wheel Music Institute this October. Black Thought will lead the second series of his free hip-hop workshop for Rising MCs from October 25th to the 28th. In the multi-day workshop, the Roots frontman will take 10 MCs under his wing through sessions focused on lyricism, flow, style, and delivery. Black Thought's classes will also explore the history of hip-hop and will be joined by DJ and Professor Sean C as a special guest. In addition to having leading music industry figures deliver insight on building a career, Black Thought will offer private um, coaching focused on improving artistry and developing technical abilities and individual sounds. School of Thought, a hip-hop masterclass featuring Black Thought, will culminate in a final showcase on October 28th and will be open to the public. You can learn more about the school of thought here. Um, okay, hold on. Let's see. Let's see right here. We're gonna um look into this. Uh all right, so of course there's a lot. Okay, so legendary hip hop artist Black Thought leads a four day city. City workshop for emerging and young professional MCs ages 18 
through 35 that culminates in the showcase by the invited participants. Over the course of the workshop, participants will explore the history of hip hop and examine the technical skills employed by the genre. Invited MCs should come prepared to work, workshop their music, focusing on lyricism, flow, style, and delivery. Black Thought will equip participants with tangible exercises to improve their overall artistry. This exploration will give participants the opportunity to hone their technical abilities and continue to, to craft their individual sounds. The workshop will also pro provide participants with invaluable insight into Black Thoughts's uh, outstanding career of more than two decades, as well as opportunities to reflect on how one can achieve and sustain artistic excellence. Yes. Um, so of course, yeah. Um, so as far as eligibility, let me see. The Black Thought Masterclass is open for emerging. Of course, I already know this already. So I'm I already read that part already. Um, when it Reopens in October 2021. Carnegie Hall is committed to having a full, fully vaccinated building, including within our concert venues, resident education wing offices, and all other spaces on our premises. This policy will enable our programs to operate at full capacity while looking after everyone's health and safety, which is very important, folks. Therefore, all Applicants selected for the School of Thought Masterclass will need to show proof of vaccination against COVID-19 using a vaccine approved by the World Health Organization. In order to enter the building, uh, we will be sending detailed guidelines once artists are accepted to the program. In the meanwhile, we are happy to answer any questions that you may have now about these new protocols. So, practical information, there is no fee to apply. Invited participants are expected to arrive in New York City the day before the workshop begins and depart the day after it concludes. Shared hotel accommodations are provided if needed. Carnegie Hall can defray the cost of round-trip travel to New York City for those beyond a 50-mile radius. For select um, itineraries, flights may be arranged by Carnegie Hall or if arranged by participants will be eligible for reimbursement of up to $500. $500. Accessibility, Carnegie Hall and the Black Thought Masterclass are committed to provide equitable access to learning opportunities. The Black Thought Masterclass welcomes qualified applicants with disabilities, whether or not they need reasonable accommodations. If you are an applicant with a disability who needs reasonable accommodations to complete this application, or if you have any questions regarding reasonable accommodations, please contact workshops at carnegiehall.org.
course, yes. So basically, October 28th, which is a Thursday, um, School of Thought Showcase. Um, yeah. Of course, the Roots Frontman Black Thought hosts a showcase that features rising MCs who have trained with him during a multi-day workshop focused on lyricism, flow, style, and delivery. Of course, yes. Yes, that part. Um, what else? Yeah, so be sure to go get your tickets to to the to the um to Carnegie Hall with um Black Thoughts um School of Thought. And this is actually this is actually big, man. This is actually big of him to actually do something like this, man. And this this is really it really helps out the people, man. It really does. And and I'm pretty sure it's going to be a success. And of course, um, let me see application requirements. Of course, um, I do need to. I didn't even get a chance to read that part right there. So, so basically, um, all materials should be submitted by submitted electronically through through except um, a digital audition platform for performing arts schools and programs. Biography, 100 to 150 words. Current headshot audition videos. Um, please download the beat in the application and upload a freestyle no longer than one and a half minutes with your completed application. In a video of two minutes or less, tell us how you want to improve your artistry and what you hope to get out of the Black Thought Masterclass. In a video of two minutes or less share some of your aspirations and long-term goals as an artist that is some fire shit man this this fire man and i believe it will be a success though man so um we're gonna wait and see on this one so i'm gonna actually i'm actually gonna congratulate him on this one right here Um, before I even go to drink and the slap a teacher challenge and stuff like that, um, I like to go to Dr. Dre. All right, here we go. So, of course, Dr. Dre is basically suing his ex-wife. Um, and and for those of you who may not know what I'm talking about, I am going to fill you in. So here we go. Um, <clears throat> so Dr. Dre and Nicole's divorce case just took a, an, another ugly turn. Dr. Dre, born Andre Young, has accused his soon-to-be ex-wife. Of course, I read, well, yes. Soon-to-be ex-wife of stealing over $350,000. Wow. From him in a lawsuit he filed against her. Of 
according to the blast dr dre is accusing young of stealing money from a bank account set up for his recording one studio located in sherman oaks california since they are both listed as who is in charge of maintenance and control of the studio's assets young was able to deposit checks and transfer money from the account in the lawsuit young is accused of taking 353 million wait hold on 353,571 no 571.85 from his from the account she is no longer listed on the business trust for the company young is accused of embezzling and stealing money from the company's bank account and using the money for her own personal obligations in the lawsuit she is accused of violating penal code <laughs> penal <laughs> penal <laughs> oh man i'm sorry um penal code for 496 which states every person who buys or receives any property that has been stolen or that has been obtained in any manner constituting theft or extortion knowing the property to be stolen or obtained or who conceals sells withholds or aids in concealing selling or without any property from the owner shall be punished by imprisonment in county jail for not more than a year Yes, in July, it was ruled that the aftermath CEO had to pay Young um, $293,306 um, a month in temporary spousal support, which amounts to over $3.5 million a year. These payments began being issued on August 1st. These payments will continue until Young remarries or becomes involved in another friendship. Last year, when their divorce proceedings began. Young was asking for $2 million a month in spousal support. Money has been a trending topic regarding Dr. Dre this year. Besides the, this divorce case, his oldest daughter, Latanya um, Young, recently came forward and said that he cut um, her off financially in January 2020 because she went to the media and spoke about him. Young claimed that she is currently homeless while trying to make ends meet while working a $15, 15 an hour warehouse job along with doing food deliveries. Young says she is currently living out of her car. Dr. Drain never addressed these claims. Well, the only reason why he never addressed these claims is because she's a fucking liar. <laughs> it's obvious it's obviously she's a fucking liar though man you know i ain't got too much to say on this one so i'm just gonna move on to the next um so yeah um we are going to talk about let me see let me see for a sec um we are going to Oh boy. Yeah. All right, let's go to Drake. Let's go to Drake. So obviously, 
Um, many of you may have known that, um, excuse me, Drake's um, latest album, Certified Lover Boy, had broke records and then was, it was number one in, in the um, Apple Music charts, which beat Kanye West's Donda album. Look, before I even get into before I even get into this, regardless about NBA Youngboy, um, I'll beating Drake and stuff like that. He's still number one in my eyes, in my view, man. Nobody cares about NBA Youngboy, man, and he's in he's in prison for doing some dumb shit anyway. So why do we care about um NBA Youngboy anyway? Anyway, so let's get to let's get to the story about Drake, shall we? All right. Let's go. With certified lover boy Drake's has broken the 2021 record for most streamed artists in a day on Apple Music. Certified lover boy is also Apple Music's um most streamed album within 20 a 24-hour period in 2021, achieving the honor just days after Kanye West's Donda broke the record on the streaming platform, which by the way, it was in third place. <laughs> Drake also set a new record on Apple Music for biggest album debut ever, surpassing his own from 2018 when Scorpion debuted with 170 million streams. On Spotify, Drake nabbed another distinction as Certified Loverboy became that platinum, no, excuse me, platform's most streamed album in a single day, also beating his own Scorpion. Certified Loverboy debuted today after multiple delays. Drake announced in October 2020 that it would come in January 2021, but postponed it. Yeah, postponed it, the release for health reasons. Then said on caffeine, I'm not sure what that is. Um, in June, it would be out by the end of the summer. After that, he teased that new September 3rd release date in a cryptic sports center video before officially confirming it in it. It in on Monday in an Instagram post reviewing the album cover, but keeping the track list a secret. The cover, a white background adorned with 16 emojis of pregnant women, received viral um, response on social media, including a spoof by Lil Nas X. Ah, certified um, lover boy finally came an hour after its expected release time. All right, so um, a round of applause for Drake being number one, and he's still number one in my view. In other Drake news, um, he's going to be taking over duties for uh, Monday Night Football. And this is how the story goes right here. Started started from the bottom. Now he's taking over Monday Night Football because Drake is teaming up with ESPN to curate music for the 
upcoming season. The announcement just dropped minutes ago with the network saying the sixth god will be in charge of the ux cord for 10 games throughout the 2021 to 2022 campaign wow wow ESPN says Drake will feature his newest songs and possibly some classics. And while he has more than enough tracks to fill that demand, he'll also feature some other artists worthy of getting exposure. Of course, this isn't the first collab between Drake and ESPN. He hacked into Sports Center last month to share the release date for his newest album certified lover boy which is doing record breaking numbers in its first week so now we are here the kickoff of the football season espn's vp of sports marketing amika of no excuse me a dial said tuesday and who better to create music for Monday Night Football than Drake, who sits firmly at the intersection of the music and sports. Between Drake is a massive sports fanatic and can be spotted passionately cheering at sporting events. So it's a safe bet he'll put that same energy into his new gig. We couldn't be more excited for this upcoming collaboration, um, Ophodato, um, added. Big names like Diplo and DJ Khaled have shared music duties in previous years, which um, ESPN said was a big hit. Now it's time for the Drake over, and for anyone who's not a fan, you may want to have that mute button ready because we're expecting a lot of champagne poppy wow wow <laughs> how about that man this is like some shots fired here and i gotta say man <laughs> this is big this is very big though man you know what i mean um this is very big um let's go to um there any other topics that I want to talk about here? Let's see. Okay, I already talked about um Black Thought. I already talked about that. Dr. Dre. I already talked about Colin Powell. Um. Oh yeah. We gotta talk about Preston. Oh my god. So. <laughs> oh my gosh. I didn't forget this guy. Hold up. <laughs> oh shit hold on. hold on hold on hold on hold on hold on let's we have to talk about preston um okay preston preston madden we gotta talk about um oh, wow man I wanted to, I wanted to get into this. Day. Oh wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Here we go. So, 
Um, before I even get to the uh, the 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 best thing that I'm saving for last, <laughs> so this is what's going on, and I heard this from Dungie today from the Breakfast Club by um Charlemagne the God, and this is talking about a Florida vet that's actually getting 22 years for sexually abusing dogs, storing child porn. Are you serious? Are you fucking serious? Really? And my question is, my question is like this. So a Florida man was sentenced Friday to nearly 22 years in federal prison for recording videos of himself sexually abusing dogs and for collecting child pornography. Oh my gosh. Prentice Madden, age 40, was hit with a total of 272 months behind bars after pleading guilty in July to child porn and animal cruelty charges. Prosecutors with the U.S. Attorney's Office of the Southern District of Florida announced. Prosecutors said the sicko. Yeah, this idiot is a fucking sicko anyway, man. <laughs> sicko vet made videos of himself engaged in sexual activity with dogs and shared them with the other degenerates in online chats. Oh my goodness, man. This story reminds me of a previous story that I actually talked about in regards to um Kevin Lovett <laughs> who fucking jacked off to a fucking Tickle Me Elmo doll, man, which really was so fucking ridiculous and funny, man. <laughs> Oh, shit, man. This right here is not the wave, man. This is not wavy right here, man. Folks, don't try this shit at home, man, when I tell you this. Don't try this shit at home, man. Do not do that. That's not cute. Um, All right. So, as I continue with this, we are going to... This is follow. All right, so investigators discovered the disturbing video as well as chats person about bestiality on his cell phones. Madden also accessed kitty porn via the file sharing software Dropbox, storing thousands of horrifying files on his own account. According to prosecutors, he also received child porn images and videos through online chats and social media where he frequently discussed sexually abusing children. Homeland Security agents raided his home on February 24th and found files in which Madden discussed the sexual abuse of animals and children, as well as multiple photos and videos depicting bestiality, according to the court documents. Let me tell you something, folks. This guy who is, oh, gosh, man. And and the worst part is he's fucking black. That did something very stupid, okay? <laughs> he's, very, he's very stupid. And, he, and you know why he's stupid? Because he dry snitched on himself. <laughs> he fucking dry snitched on himself. Oh, man. This is so fucking ridiculous, man. <laughs> he dry snitched on himself. 
What an idiot, man. And you wonder why his life is going down the fucking tubes right now, man. I feel like, listen, after I read this, I'm going to flush this anyway. So let me continue with this shit. Manning was arrested in March for recording the bestiality video, videos while he was the medical director of Caring Hand Animal Hospital in Aventura, local outlets reported. Videos showed some of the abuse taking place at the animal hospital, according to prosecutors. Um, Caring Hand Animals Hospital said they were appalled by the charges against Madden in a statement to NBC6 Miami following his March arrest. Our legal team and every single member of the Caring Hands family will be doing everything in our power to aid law enforcement and facilitate their investigation and prosecution, the animal hospital said at the time. All right. Um, I'm going to tell you something right now, man. I'm going to tell you something right now, man. It is not okay. It is not okay to fucking abuse animals. It is not okay to be molesting them and, of course, doing all this disturbing shit, okay? You're even worse than fucking Kevin Lovett who is jacking off to the fucking Tickle Me Elmo doll who break into someone's house, as I talked about episodes ago. <laughs> this guy's a sicko, man. Hey, yo, I'm not laughing at... Listen... I'm not laughing at the um the molestation of the dogs or anything like that. No, it's the it's the stupid, ridiculous acts of what he just did. Okay, this is not about this is not, and he's black too, which which is the worst part. And he draws snitch on himself. Listen, man, I want to get to the last story of the episode, which I'm saving for the best for last. So. Let me just let me just do some flushing right now, man, in the damn toilet, man. Water go down the hole. <laughs> I had to do the toilet flush, man. I had to, man. I'm so sick of this story, man. Let's move on to the damn last last topic, man. Listen. <laughs> oh, my gosh, man. Yo, when I heard this shit, TikTokers are at it again. And, and I got to really question this. So these idiots from TikTok, Decide to come up with a fucking um I ridiculous idea worse than the milk crate challenge that I actually talked about recently, <laughs> which is more appalling. And it's not even not even a joke, man. But I'm gonna say this though, man. This is this is far. This has gone far enough, though, man. Like, come on, really? Slap a teacher challenge. You mean to tell me you can't come up with a fucking better idea than that shit? Man, I'm going to get to that story in a sec. 
I don't think anybody heard me, man. I'm about to do this story, man, anyway. So, <laughs> okay, let me just say this, man. So, some students face charges for the slap a teacher challenge. Now, schools are issuing warnings. So, yes, this happened. Um, this happened last week. And, okay, another month, another TikTok challenge. Okay. Um, the slap your teacher challenge is the latest trend that has resulted in some students facing charges and has schools and TikTok speaking out. TikTok tweeted the challenge was an insult to teachers everywhere and any related content posted in its platform was against its community guidelines and would be removed immediately. Uh, a quick search on the platform turns up zero results but that didn't stop schools from motivating swiftly to curb any potential attacks ah! schools across the nation are notifying teachers parents and students of the possible consequences of after the challenge began to trend on social media and multiple students made headlines for assaulting teachers you know this shit is worse than the milk crate challenge <laughs> this shit is so fucking worse. Like, can you imagine somebody come out with a with a ridiculous challenge? Like, let's say they came out with a stupid challenge, like the like anything stupid in regards to mayonnaise or or eating a whole jar of um, mustard or whatever case scenario may be. Listen, man. The other the other challenge that I've been hearing about, which is three times worse than the hot flame Cheetos challenge. I'm sorry, but <laughs> you ain't going to catch me doing some shit like that, though. <laughs> Believe that. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, man. Um, let me let me just continue this, man, before I flush this last subject. So not even flush, man. <laughs> um, anyway. Um, so. Um, schools across the nation are notifying teachers, parents, and students of the possible consequences after the, the challenge began to trend on social media and multiple students made headlines for assaulting teachers. An 18-year-old student in Louisiana was arrested and faces charges of suspicion of battery of school teacher, a felony after she allegedly attacked a 64-year-old disabled teacher as part of the, the challenge, police said. According to WDSU News, the alleged attack was caught on video views. Viewer discretion is advised. I'm not even going to um, play this video. You guys are more welcome to actually look for that for yourself. Um, A middle school student in Braintree. <laughs> Braintree. Oh, my God. This is so laughable. <laughs> oh man Braintree oh my goodness <laughs> Braintree Massachusetts is facing disciplinary consequences after they allegedly hit a teacher after being inspired by the challenge CBS Boston reported the incident happened on Wednesday at East Middle School and led to the school sending a letter to parents USA Today has received notes US. USA Today has reached, rather, 
to the Baltimore Police Department to see if any charges against the student have been filed. The most recent TikTok challenge involves slap a teacher, and we had our first case in the district today. The district told parents, according to CVS Boston, please be aware that physically assaulting any staff member in the Braintree <laughs> schools will be immediately result in notification of the Braintree Police Department and significant school-based discipline up to and and including expulsion. An elementary school student in South Carolina faces similar consequences after assaulting a teacher on October 1st in the Lancaster County School District. Nation's teachers are feeding, are feeling burnt out. Devious licks ass students via TikTok to smack a staff member. Not getting injured over going viral. TikTok bans milk crate challenge from its app, citing concerns over dangerous acts, which I'm glad they did. Um, unfortunately, the challenge that has been put out for this month is to slap or hit a staff member from behind. The Lancaster um, County School District Safety and Transportation page post posted on Facebook. Um, sadly, we are actually had an elementary student assault a teacher by striking her in the back of the head. The post continues to advise that these challenges are not pranks and mentions last month devious licks <laughs> Devious licks. <laughs> wow. Wow. Uh, where students were vandalizing or stealing school property. Oh my gosh. Other school districts across the nation have followed suit in issuing stern warnings against the challenge and giving teachers a heads up. Educators beware. The California Teachers Association posted on Facebook. As if widespread vandalism in our schools last month wasn't enough, the same challenge circulating on social media networks, TikTok, and Twitter is now calling for students to slap a staff member. Oh, boy. Charges and consequences for students who do the challenge can vary. Mo, Mo Kennedy... The executive director for the National Association of School Resource Officers told USA Today that resource officers across the nation are aware of the challenge and charges can be can vary based on the extent a student assaults a teacher. When adolescents see something like this and see it play out on, on the social media world, they don't understand the ramifications and the potential criminal charges, he said. On Friday, in a letter shared with the Wall Street Journal, Rebecca Pringle, not to be confused with the Pringles chips, folks. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, president of the National um, Education Association called out TikTok, Twitter, and Facebook for their role in these trends. She said, while schools should be a safe zone, online trends have fueled violence against our educators. Pringo called on the companies to end violent trends and misinformation. She demanded the companies alter their algorithms to put public safety over profits. 
That's right. How about putting the lives first over money instead of being instead of being greedy, man? Stop being greedy, as DMX was saying in this song, man. You know what I mean? And that's just that's just how I feel, man. And of course, I'm actually I'm actually gonna speak about the whole TikTok thing in a sec. Um so <clears throat> anyway, Kennedy said it is up to the victims of the assaults to press criminal charges. And this challenge differs from last month's devious leg challenge because there are direct victims. It's flat out wrong, but beyond that, it can affect their future. And that has to be the message he said. Well, yeah, I am very, very glad that they actually took charge to to actually think about the safety of all the of of the uh, victims and stuff, man. I'm actually glad they took out the milk crate challenge. After all, I actually talked about Blueface, how he did this shit. I mean, there's some people that actually um attempted to do this shit, um, and some people got injured, um, and I'm not even sure why a football um mascot or a baseball mascot actually did this shit. But I digress on this shit. So, <laughs> but. <laughs> but um but look man um yeah this is a serious matter and of course and the reason sometimes yeah there's there's some things that I read that are, there's some names and words that are actually funny and stuff. I'm not laughing at the incident folks, so don't get it twisted. All right? The whole brain tree thing made me laugh so hard, though, man. I did not know there was, a, there was such area in, in Massachusetts, man. I, I didn't even know about this shit until I read it, though, man. But um, this is this is one of the best things to actually go out with a bang on this one, man. I'm gonna go out with a bang with some explosions, man. After this great episode we had today though man let's go out with a bang with some explosions and another one and another one and I'll say this though man Listen, let me tell you something, man. If you're going to create a challenge on TikTok, make sure it's in the safety of the people instead of doing more harm to people because that's not cool right there, man. You know what I mean? And that's why I keep saying don't try this at home. And that's how the people from um with the cast of Jackass um, the movies and the TV show was saying, don't try this at home because you never know when you might get hurt and injured or worse. So, um, hold on a second before I even um, talk about what I'm going to say next. All right. Yeah. Um, yes, first, for um, those of you who may or may not know what's going on here, um, we are live and direct 
on StreamYard and YouTube alongside with um the 17 Live, which I will announce where people can follow me in a sec. So let's see how much time we have here. Yeah. Yeah, we could just we could just do this right now, man. We could just wrap this up right now. So um so listen up, man. You like what you heard in today's episode or any previous episodes whatsoever. Be sure to show some love by making a charitable donation to my cash app, which is dollar sign G Money Stacks 555. That's dollar sign capital G lowercase M O N E Y capital S lowercase T A C K Z 555. And like I always say, man, it's not about breaking the bank, folks. It's about, um, doing what you can and doing your best whatever amount you decide to um put that you're comfortable with whether it's um 99 or a dollar whether it's a dollar whether it's 4.99 or five dollars or whether it's 9.99 or ten dollars um any amount will be appreciated so you don't have to have a lot of money to show support because support is not for sale all right and speaking of not for sale um i'd like to go over where you can follow the podcast now listen um hold on a minute i want to actually um and for those of you who may or may not know um these topics this was um the segment called chatting all the jazz right here um yeah, this was called Jetting on the Jazz. And basically, of course, this was about the trending topics um, and the stories that, didn't, that don't get any recognition. So this is why I called it that. So each week I come up with topics, um, interesting topics, whether it's, um, whether it's trending or whether it doesn't get any recognition. Any story is going to get the recognition that it deserves. I'm not leaving nothing out, though. But there's certain stuff I'm not going to cover because this is not a history this is not a history this is not a word history american history this is not a um this is not a political class this is not a politics class or or whatever so you know what i'm saying because i can't relate to every situation or every story you know what i'm saying so you gotta understand something this is just something for me so um now for those of you who are able to and i'd like to actually let's see this is what i'm gonna do man i am going to actually i'm going to go over the um the the where you can listen to the shows so listen you can follow off the meat rack chains new york podcast on facebook and instagram all in one word with the same name ain't nothing changed also you can follow my other show which is excellent fun vibrant podcast the sports edition show um i will try to um record an episode of that tomorrow um depending on depending on the time um and i will try to do another one 
um, most likely this week, depending on the day. And, of course, you can follow my review show, um, Meticulous Vibe Juice Podcast, on Instagram as well. And and as well as um, myself, you can follow me on not only on 17 Live, which is G Money Stacks Queens, New York, and and my primary Instagram handle, which is G Money Stacks 555 in Queens, New York. All right. And that's how we're gonna do this. Um let's see. Want to um I want to mention something actually. Um we are going to go over the streaming audio streaming platforms. Now, if you are on Instagram and you are on my page or off the Meat Rat Chains New York podcast page, you're gonna see a link that says that says Linktree slash G Money Stacks five fifty five. You click on it, and I am going to actually go over the audio streaming plat- platforms of where you can listen and watch the episode. So here we go. Streaming platforms on the go for Off the Meat Rat Chains New York podcast episodes. We are on Podorama, Anchor, Audacity, Spotify, Audioburst, Deezer, TuneIn, plus Alexa, Play FM, Podchaser, Stitcher, Pocket Cast, Podcast Attic, Breaker, Castbox FM, um, Listen Notes. Podbay and Podfriend. Don't forget to go to the two links of Podfriend and Podchaser so you can leave a five-star rating. Um, even though you don't have too much to say, you can say what um what you like about the um what's your opinion on the topics or whatever. That don't really mean a lot to me. Um so that'll really help the show. And also we are on Reason FM. We are on Google Podcasts. And make sure you don't forget to listen to Off the Meat Rack Chains New York podcast episodes on Audible, iHeartRadio, and last but not least, the YouTube. All the streaming platforms that I just mentioned in the link of Linktree slash G Money Stacks audio and and visual be sure to follow and subscribe so you can get an idea on when the episodes is going to be dropped and of course you know of course very important that you grab the subscribe button on the youtube channel g money stacks 555 so you can get a look at all the episodes that was previously recorded and of course Leave a like and a comment along with the episodes, with the topics that was discussed. You know, also grab the notification button with enabling the alerts so you can be notified of when the show goes on the air via live and live stream too. And also be sure to download your favorite episodes which helps the show grow more. And also be sure to share the videos along with tell a friend to another friend. And also be sure to 
Stick around for upcoming episodes, previous episodes, and of course, last but not least, make sure you share the podcast along with audio streaming platforms that I said to subscribe to all of them. Be sure to subscribe and follow the podcast in every audio link in the link tree on Instagram, which is which is um the show's page, which is off the Meat Rack Change New York podcast and my primary handle. Both of the both of the same links is going to be there. So don't worry about that. It'll be there. Um and yeah, this has been a great episode 74, Drake's number one. Now listen, um make sure you reach out to your loved ones, all right? And I say this because this is about um, you know, mental health. And that's why um sometimes I do a little, you know, mental health check-in. And of course, um, as I said before, that you don't have to wait every year for mental health awareness in May to actually reach out to somebody. These individuals might be fine on the outside, but on the inside, um, they might be going through something scary, traumatic, nightmarish, uh, whatever it is, though, man. You want to do your best to be to be there for them. Um, and, you know, you can't put a time frame on everything on when you're reaching out to someone. You know what I'm saying? You can't put a time frame or anything. There is no good time to reach out to somebody. It's all about following your instincts, your mind, your soul, and your heart, and your good and your good intentions. You know what I mean? That's what really matters, and that's why mental health matters. You know what I'm saying? And and there will be a time I'm actually going to do a story about, you know, other people and what they're going through as far as, like, you know, mental health. That's why I created the um, segment Mental Health Check-In, because it is important to me to actually, you know, discuss certain things, especially what I've been going through and what I've been dealing with as far as anxiety. I'm actually doing the best I can to actually... um you know, maintain the anxiety, even though it's going to be a difficult challenge and stuff like that. And, you know, I'm not alone in this shit, though, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm really not. There's plenty of people that's actually going through this, too. Um, And, yeah. And I actually um was listening to an episode of High Learning Podcast with um Van Lathan and uh, Rachel Lindsay. And, and um it really touched me when he was talking about um his anxiety and how it's been kind of like because you know everybody is different i mean the way you are going to be able to um you know um conquer your fears is basically you know try basically well it doesn't work for everybody man but i know for me it's probably going to be um, taking things day by day. It's a process. It's not going to happen overnight, though. And I feel that um, it's going to be, yes, it's going to be difficult. And I understand that. And, yeah, and, I, and you know, it's been happening to me 
since the pandemic started and stuff, and I've been kind of losing my social life and stuff and losing confidence on how to approach people because it's been difficult to actually know who's vaccinated and who and, and, and who isn't. And plus, it's, it makes it difficult because, you know, we're wearing face covers and shit. And it's like, it's like, it's even, it's even more, 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 more crazy to actually, you know, talk to people sometimes because, you know, it's not easy. And, and yeah, it's, it's, it's going to be a difficult challenge and stuff like that. And I feel the need to actually ask this though. Do you want to get out of the pandemic or not? That's my question. Because you can't hold everybody hostage forever. You really can't. And it doesn't matter what your, your, your beliefs are. It doesn't matter what your fundamental and your and your um and all that other stuff. Look, and, and you know, people talk about freedom all the time, but it comes with responsibilities. You know what I'm saying? It comes with responsibilities. And it comes with accountability as well to the actions of the acts that's being made. And with that being said, um, I would also like to say that if you have a dream of any career field whatsoever, whether it's radio personality, whether it's lawyer, nurse, whether it's um, whether it's being a black-owned trendsetter that has a business, or any other type of career field whatsoever. And it and also it also includes if you want to create a show and a podcast like myself, who has three shows on YouTube and Spotify, iHeartRadio, and on the other stream platforms, whatsoever, which is all in the link tree. You can do that. Um, you can do that by downloading um, the Anchor app, or you can check out the anchor website at anchor.fm and you're going to need some key ingredients to creating a podcast all right so i'm going to i'm going to tell you what you need you don't need anything too fancy or anything too expensive just something simple like microphones headphones um of course you're going to need either you're going to need a computer or a laptop, of course, both of them will work when you're doing your podcast, all right? Um, also, you want to um, create a name that's very unique, that represents you. So you don't have to, you don't have to worry about trying so hard to be like everybody else and stuff like that. And and don't worry about the fucking competition and don't worry about the stupid garbage burger haters out there who wants to critique everything in terms of the fucking thumbnails of YouTube or whatever. You do what the fuck you want with your fucking thumbnails on YouTube, okay? It's not about them. It's about what makes you smile and what makes you happy. That's what matters to you. And, of course, it matters to me. 
I'm actually dealing with something like I've been dealing with something like that for the past couple weeks. But you know what? As I reach over 100 episodes and the one year anniversary, you know, the mission will be accomplished and I will do more episodes at the 100. So believe that I'm not giving up on myself and neither should you. So, um, and depending on what story you're going to talk about in your, in your podcast show, um, whatever topics you're going to come up with or whatever, um, even though you're not going to be able to relate to everybody, but of course you have your music, you have your comedy, you have your entertainment, which is what I like to do. Um, which makes me laugh. Cause you, cause I believe laughter is the best medicine to our mental health. We need laughter in the world. And that's the reason why I created this podcast because, you know, I wanted to bring the humor to you guys, you know what I'm saying? And it makes sense to me. And, you know, I look at the people like Nick Cannon and everybody else who also have um, multi-talented stuff that they're doing. And, you know, you know, it makes me feel inspired, especially I'm inspired by, you know, people like uh, Scorpio P, who is a sports journalist, a podcast host for the Breakroom Sports Podcast. Be sure you follow him on the Breakroom Break Sports Pod on Instagram, alongside with um, Marie Ferreri, MF underscore Optimus, and, of course, um, Mighty Ivy from Ivy Productions and stuff like that. Um and as I said previously, they're taking a hiatus to, you know, regroup and retool some stuff. So, you know what I'm saying? I'm not sure when they're going to be back. So, um, like I said, man, you can also watch their um, their previous episodes on YouTube, Spotify, and whatever you get your um, podcast um, episodes and stuff. So, I that's pretty much um, it for me. And, of course... Like I said before, man, if you want to be a podcaster, create create um a show like myself that's doing three shows on YouTube and other streaming platforms like iHeartRadio, of course, YouTube, there's Amazon Music, Spotify, all these other streaming platforms that I just named where you can find the show to listen to the episodes, audio episodes, and, of course, the, the, the video on YouTube. Um... Um, don't let anybody stop you, man. You eat them up with success and let success speak for itself. You're going to eat those garbage burgers up like this, Homer Simpson style. And like I said, man, it's going to do it for me. Um, I'm G-Money Stacks. Thank you very much for listening to me. Um, hearing me out and express myself as it, as it says in the w, NWA song um, express yourself which is what the show is about it's about expressing yourself and your opinions your facts your thoughts and talks and this is what podcasting is about though it's not about pleasing people it's it's not about um, competition against other shows and stuff like that it's not about you know all that shit man it's all about you don't worry about don't worry about everybody else, man. You gotta focus on you. And I hope you guys 
enjoyed episode 74 share some laughs of course we had to line some stuff up didn't want to um make it a depressing episode so you know like i said laughter is the best medicine for our mental health and and i'm actually doing that so um i hope you guys stay masked up i hope you guys take care of yourselves and i hope you guys are um you know being careful around you know situations and i hope you guys um have your water your gatorade with electrolytes because you're gonna need it for strength and energy and i hope you guys stay safe stay masked up and i will see you in the next episode peace and one love and have a great night Listen, folks, if you like what you heard, I need your help on a couple things. If you like to support Off the Meat Rack Chains New York podcast, you can show some love by following the show on Facebook and Instagram with the same name at Off the Meat Rack Chains NY Podcast, O-F-F-T-H-E-M-E-A-T-R-A-C-K-C-H-A-I-N-Z. N-Y-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. Alongside with my primary Instagram handle, GMoneyStacks555 in Queens, New York. And go to the YouTube channel, GMoneyStacks555. Be sure to click the subscribe button. Grab the notification bell so you can be reminded on when the show goes in the air live via live stream. More video content, upcoming episodes, Previous episodes that will automatically be posted after the recordings. Like, comment on the episodes with the topics, share the videos, download your favorite episodes, rate, spread the word to a friend, to other individuals. Please be sure to share the podcast with audio streaming choices to your friends. The audio streaming services include Anchor, Audio Burst, Breaker, Deezer, Listen Notes, Player FM, Pocket Cast, Podbay, Podfriend, Podcast Addict, Podorama, Podchaser, 
Reason FM, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, and YouTube. I'm G Money Stacks, and thank you, listeners and watchers, for tuning into the podcast. One love.